0: Want more clicks to your website and more customers for your startup, but have absolutely no idea how to get it? Gear up, because it's about to change. Welcome to Stacking Pancakes, the podcast that shows you exactly how to build your startup's organic growth. Hello there. Welcome to another interview I've conducted for the Stacking Pancakes show. And In in this one, I'm chatting with Marco Saric from Plausible Analytics, a fantastic web analytics startup. I'd say probably the easiest way to describe Plausible is as a privacy-focused Google analytics alternative. And it's basically the tool you use to monitor your web traffic, and and, and it just does it so incredibly well. And full disclosure, I'm a customer, and some of my clients also use um, Plausible to both monitor web traffic. But there is a, there's another thing about Plausible that makes it such an interesting startup. And you see, Plausible achieved a phenomenal growth, but they did it well and quite differently from most startups. Um, for those of you who don't know their story, and, and, and basically this is something we've discussed in depth with Marco during the interview, um, Pla- Plausible basically said no to pretty much Every typical startup growth strategy, like if you've read Traction, right, then Plausible didn't do most of the stuff there and actually openly said no and for a reason. So that pretty much left content and SEO as ways to grow and that's what they've used. And not only they are thriving. They're a thriving startup with incredible growth. They continue to grow at an astonishing rate. And Marco was very open about their growth rates and and shared some data and insights. It was actually very transparent. So it's it's all really mind-blowing. And I'm super excited for you guys to hear about it all. So without any further ado, here's the interview. And yes, we're recording. Hey, Marco. Hey, how's things? Hey, Pavel, thanks for the invite. Things are good. How about you? Great. Listen, thanks so much for coming on to the show. And um, people who are listening, they might or might know you. So I think the best way to start is for you to give us kind of a the story of Marco and Plausible, your product.
1: Sure, sure. So uh, I'm Marco. I'm the kind of the, the marketing communication co-founder of Plausible Analytics, so I focus on, you know, uh, uh, growth. I'm not, I have a co-founder who's on the technical side, so he focuses on the, you know, development. And basically, Plausible Analytics is a Google Analytics alternative. So everyone knows Google Analytics, All so marketers, site owners, everyone has used it. Um, many people have very strong opinions about it, some love it, some hate it. So we are an alternative that focuses on being uh, easy to use, being lightweight, uh, mm-hmm. fast-loading, privacy friendly and we're also open source at the same time so so that's kind of a, a quick introduction
0: yeah it's and it's a brilliant product i have to say and and this is not a plug marco didn't ask me to say this but a lot of my clients use plausible because it's just i I have to say it it's, it may not sound great but marco but it's ridiculously simple to use like to, to get <laughs> the data compared to to ga4 and i'm by all means i'm not bashing ga4 here but i'm um, sometimes to get like some insight it it takes a skill right um to get some insights but you you guys have like this this amazing um simple dashboard where just everything is right in front of you but you also uh, thank you Uh, well you know it's it's honestly it's incredible but you also have a phenomenal growth story i mean first of all you're um well, you, you went against uh, a huge uh, Goliath, right, uh, uh, GA. It's, a, a, without a doubt, one of the largest, or probably the largest, right, web analytics product. And it's free. Yeah, largest to make by it far, yeah. Largest by far. And it's free to make things worse, right? Your product is obviously premium. <laughs> um, and and yet, you not only you've built a phenomenal product and uh, achieved phenomenal you kind know, of growth rate and 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 build a fantastic business you did it and this is what i'm kind of leading to you did it in not a very conventional way um and i'm kind of alluding to a wonderful piece of content you have on your site and it's i have it in front of me here on uh, on the other screen it's 15 best startup marketing practices we said no to. Um do you remember writing it, I'm sure, right? Yes, yes uh, of course. Can you can you tell us about it? It's it's phenomenal because, because um you know when you when you start uh, in startup, when you start in SaaS, you hear all this information like okay read traction and you know there's these probably more even than 15 different practices and channels. So apply those and that should lead to success etc but you basically turned around and you said no to most of it and which and um, spoiler alert basically leaves content seo and a few other things that you did can you talk to me about that about the whole how how it came about and and, and what those 15 kind of practices said no to where at least some of those um,
1: so, so basically, I'm a, I'm a marketer. Uh, my whole career was in digital marketing, online marketing. Uh, I've worked for uh, you know a small uh, 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 venture-funded startup at once. And I've also worked for a large um, kind of uh, uh, public listed company as well. So I have experience from uh, different areas and a different way of doing marketing. And so now when I joined Close Bowl back in uh, 2020, early 2020, I, I was like this product is different in in, in kind of positioning in in, in everything mm-hmm. and now that I'm in charge of how we do marketing rather than being part of a team where I'm kind of have to follow what uh, somebody else has decided I'm like so how can we also try to do marketing in a different way that fits better with um, with the positioning of the product itself and mm-hmm. uh, and so say you we have a product that's previously focused It really doesn't fit, at least in my mind, it doesn't really fit that we do marketing in not so privacy-focused way. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so our marketing has to stay privacy-focused. So we should not do anything, you know, obviously stuff like we need to ask for user consent, uh, you know, the standard stuff, uh, which meant basically that we had to exclude... A lot of the kind of the very common marketing practices that I'm used to from other companies I have worked at, you know, which is you know, mm-hmm. paid ads and, and, and like uh, you know, um, affiliate schemes and 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 you know, basically now I don't have the blog post in front of me. It's been a few years ago, but basically I basically listed uh, you know stuff that stuff that I don't appreciate about marketing, both as a as a kind of marketer, but mostly as a, as a user of other products. Mm-hmm. So things such as uh, very, very kind of aggressive uh, calls to actions and and different uh, different ways of of taking my data and and so on. So basically, if you look at it, what they've done, it's 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 as simple as you can get. Uh, we try to focus on having a, a great product uh, that mm-hmm. kind of solves some issues that people have, and then we try to communicate that in as clear as we can as well in our positioning. And, and then I started writing blog posts and uh, yeah. In the first year or so, I think I wrote about one or twice, maybe twice every week. Mm-hmm. Now I write very, very less less frequently because it's, it's busier with, with other tasks. But uh, I basically started writing content and then going out to different niche communities, uh, spreading that content uh, you know, to people that I thought would enjoy it. Uh, and that's how it went. And even to this day, we, we just, those practices that I said we, we say no to back in, I don't know, it was 2020, I believe that I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still say no to them. We still haven't, uh, we haven't started using any of them. So even, even to this day, uh, we've never used any, we've spent basically zero dollars in advertising, in paid advertising. So we haven't paid, we haven't done any paid ads. We haven't paid any influencers. We haven't done, we don't have an affiliate program. So basically, everything we've done to date is is basically on time, my time, uh, and, and like word of mouth and organic. So, so that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of the story today. So even when if you visit our website today, you will see we don't try to like uh, you know we don't have any kind of pop up like things, and we don't try to, we don't urge you to do this and that or to collect your email address or whatever. Uh, it's pretty standard and straightforward, and we kind of communicate what we do. And you know, if, if you find that interesting, if, if it might help you, we'd be allowed to sign up for a trial, and, and that's how it goes. We don't. There's no like third-party connections on our site to try to collect your data and then to target you on other websites and, and all that stuff, retargeting and, and all that. We don't do any of those things. Yeah, can I can I
0: make a one comment and share uh, a personal experience of using your product? Because we're actually yeah. talking for the first time. We 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 haven't met before, right? I, and there's one thing I absolutely appreciated about what you do. This may not have been intentional, but you know, like when you sign up for Plausible, you get the trial, right? And yeah, then I think you get like uh, thirty days. I'm I'm not sure yeah. now because it's been a while since I was on the trial, but um. So, and after those 30 days, you only get one email. I mean, there is just one, hey, hey, your trial, I think it's a week before or a few days before. I don't remember. Again, it was a while ago since I, you know, did a trial with you guys. Um. So, but you only get one email saying, your trial is finishing on this and this day. And think, that's uh,
1: it. I think uh, I, I brought those emails about four years ago when I joined and I think... Uh, you get one when you sign up like to confirm you get one when you sign up but and then, then you get the... one you get one when you start when we record your first visitor that's right that's and right then, just uh, the confirmation and then, then towards the end of this month you get like i think your trial ends next week yeah, and your exactly. trial ends tomorrow like so basically maybe four or five emails in total i think there wasn't even a four maybe it's changed but honestly
0: i so appreciate that because there was no push absolutely no push so it was just like hey you you joined great great to have you here's what you need to do to install the code blah 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 then there's like okay the code's working which makes sense right and then there is silence for a month like nothing happens yeah. no no, no ben, that
1: was that was the idea of mine i was like i really hate when i sign up for a product and then i start getting uh, i don't know 10 emails in 3 days and uh, yeah, 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 they yeah. keep even even when i stop using their trial and never sign up they keep emailing me to come back and yeah. so uh, intentionally for sure because of the experience that we have by using of other products that we d- we don't like like the the way they've done some things, and they're like, mm-hmm. now that we are in control of our own little startup, let's try and do things the way we would appreciate them as users of other products. So so yeah, like a handful of emails, no like uh, crazy calls to calls to actions or anything just more like, okay, you've signed up. It's confirmed. Okay, you've started uh, getting your visitors tracked, confirmed. okay. Oh by the way the next week it, it ends the tr- the free trial if you, if you want to sign up now you have to think about you know do you want to do it or not and then yep. when the when the when the trial st- stops actually if you don't sign up you will never hear from us again no no you don't and, get that, that. And, and but like, that's uh, what i was yeah. so we have a as a marketer now thinking like ooh over the last 4 years there must be tens of thousands of people that sign up for a free trial but never never converted i'm like ooh this is a beautiful opportunity let's send them offers but we've, yeah. never, we've never done that. So, you know, you don't get like uh, this weekend, you know, we're talking, this is 29th of November. So like last weekend, there were so many emails I got from companies I used over the last 10 years for like a few mm-hmm. days. I tried it. I got so many emails like, oh, we have an uh, offer for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, come sign up. And I don't even remember the what those companies do because I, I used them like 10 years ago. And I got so many of these emails that I, you know, I it was a good option to unsubscribe from any. But, but basically, Stuff that we don't like and we don't appreciate as users, we try not to do to people that sign up for our product. So yeah, like very minimal number of emails, very light emails, and more educational, informative, and then uh, silence after you finish your trial. If you don't sign up, that's even if you sign up actually, if you if you if you subscribe after your trial, you don't get any emails. No, you like, don't. Uh, I, no, you get your you get your invoice obviously. Uh, invoice, our obviously our payment yeah. processor. But no, we don't actually we don't actually communicate with our customers like a- another thing because uh, like I really don't appreciate when I sign up for a company like I become a customer and then I, I there's an onflow of emails new emails new round of emails and regular emails telling me about random things and like I'm I'm like let's not do those things I mean maybe some people <laughs> like it maybe some people miss that in Klazvo that we don't email them all the time but we don't really appreciate other companies emailing us all the time. So we don't really do it. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're interested about what's, what we did recently, you can, there's a, there's a, butt's what's new section. And we kind of give you an education about that in the app and you can follow us in social media and so on. But uh, yeah, very, very light on emails for sure. And yeah, after the trial ends, if you don't su- subscribe, we will never, we will never use that email of, of you for any other purposes. You will never hear from us again. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's, it's brilliant. And, it's also like am i right in saying you
0: employ you use the same approach or take the same approach with your marketing um because you pretty much you, you said it yourself you just do content and then do very organic promotions so some of it ranks um in google obviously some of it you post into communities or you join conversations wherever applicable but that's about it right so again that, no pushing it. no. no it's just no. sharing information sharing opinions um and and we talk about like your your topics in in just a moment but um it really is just very i I, I don't want to say slow burn approach but that's just the term that comes to mind and it works right it's because you guys have been super successful, and the, the the business is super successful, it's you have no investment, so it's not like you know you have money in the bank and you can do whatever you want because there's money in the bank, and and I never heard about he, heard about you winning the lotto, so there's nothing there yeah, basically, either. Basically, <laughs> uh,
1: Plausible is completely self-funded. At the start, obviously, we we used our savings first uh, yeah. year or two years. Obviously, at this stage uh, we have customers we have uh, 12,000 something uh, uh, paying customers subscribers mm-hmm. which means that you know now uh, you know we're sustainable uh, profitable we even uh, you know we started two uh, two of us as co-founders uh, but now we have a team of eight full time uh, team members Brilliant. and Brilliant. we have uh, a few like uh, uh, freelance uh, uh, regular contributors on the side you know focusing on, say, site wordpress plugin or some other things. So yeah, we have a, a, a team, and uh, it's it's so it feels so good that we're able to you know uh, provide salaries to you know whatever 10 12 people in total uh, you know that they can uh, use you know whatever they're doing uh, themselves. It it feels good like that was uh, that was definitely intention. Like let's start slow and uh, let's be uh, self funded and sustainable. Let's grow towards that, and then we started paying our own salaries. That we didn't have mm-hmm. to use our own savings anymore. And now, yeah, we have a team, and we're paying you know competitive salaries and you know bonuses and things for like that. And and yeah, like uh, yeah, it it's works. The slow burn, you you say, and yeah, it's not pushy, but uh, but it works. I don't know now if it can work for every startup out there, but it worked for us, and we're like uh, what well, like um, more than two hundred thousand MRR at this stage, and. Uh, and uh and yeah again not spend any money on ads and um, not really trying to do anything that we don't like ourselves in terms of uh, marketing approaches and yeah uh Fantastic. a lot of it, a lot of it is up really it's like uh, somebody signs up likes what we do okay uh, my friend or my colleague tells me that they hate what google did with ga uh, ua to ga4 transition mm-hmm. oh by the way if you don't like the ga4 if you if if it's whatever too complex and you don't wanna go through the whole process or you you miss your old data, historical data, there's this other startup and other analytics tool that does things in a different way. Maybe you like them more and and then people sign up. And if you look at our like, um, you know, the the search uh, keywords that people find us with, majority Mm -hmm. of those are basically plausible, plausible analytics, uh, basically uh, branded keywords. And, yep. and that, again, we don't advertise and we don't do any of, any of that even on Google. And, and basically, it's, it's word of mouth. People hear about us. Uh, people have an issue with their current analytics provider, and they hear that we kind of solve some of those issues, and they're, like, willing to give us a shot and see if, if that's true and if that works for them. And and that's how it goes. We don't have, like, huge spikes. It's, it's like, uh, s- slow and steady, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, 10, 10K growth a month or whatever. Uh yeah basically organic slow approach a yeah, slow burn approach <laughs> yeah it's it's fabulous
0: um, but tell me about the marketing you do because you do some and and I know and I'm actually looking at some of the data for your site I can see in my platform and so I can see and and you know you're doing and it's mostly content right talk talk to me talk to me about the the stuff that you do uh, well, or you've I'm done the, from the
1: start kind of the, the i'm the marketing guy so i'm the the only one only marketing person in this team of people i was talking about before so i'm the only one that does marketing there's nobody else that does marketing we have a customer support uh, person and then we have a we have a developers you know both on infrastructure and security and on the kind of the coding and product side so i'm the only one in the team currently uh, and and have has been have been the, the only one from the start um uh, Back in the day, when I started, like so, uh, when I joined early 2020, I was focused on content. I had more mm-hmm. time then, um, so just content. I published, uh, I don't know, let's say 50 blog posts. Uh, the blog posts were like very um, informative, educational. They were not like none of them were salesy. There was no like blog posts like "Oh, plausible is the best analytics in the world. Go sign up." There was nothing like that. It was uh, more about different topics, uh, topics ranging from privacy and GDPR to topics ranging like web analytics, marketing, and topics like about uh, what's up with the state of Google. You know, Google is a big name and people uh, people love to follow what they're doing and mm-hmm. they love it, many hate it. So those were the kind of the three big topics I discussed. Uh, and like, if you look maybe 2021 or so, I stopped publishing regularly mm-hmm. uh, because we, we started getting uh, so much traction and customers, and I was uh, I was the one doing also the customer support at that stage. So uh, at Fair some enough. point, at some point, there, there were so many inbound requests that I just stopped doing the outbound stuff. You know, the the writing and reaching out, uh-huh. and marketing. So I didn't have much time at that stage. So I was like, okay, naturally, it went from I don't know eighty percent of my time being focused on marketing, writing, and reaching out to eighty percent of my time being focused on actually responding to people that reach out to us. Back wow. in early on, nobody nobody reached out to us, so there was not not much of that. But mm-hmm. then, I don't know, 2021 or so, started being majority of my time doing that. Yeah. And then, when we hired the first, uh, uh, the only uh, support person, it kind of opened up more of my time. But then we hired all the other developers and so on. So my my time is now mostly internally, like uh, uh, talking to developers and, and like dealing with you know uh, what's on the roadmap, what are we building. Uh, you know how is this is supposed to work, how it's supposed to look like. I'm still the one doing all the announcements. You know, so when we have something ready, I'm the one writing the documentation. I'm the one that gets the ready the, the announcement for our WhatsApp page and uh, uh, our you know social media. So I do that. But if mm-hmm. you actually look, what how much marketing marketing time I do, if you don't consider these other tasks marketing, like it's very little. Uh, I, I I really don't, I don't think I've written any. Any blog posts from scratch other than documentation pages this year at all? Uh, There are two
0: published on the side, but as you said, you may not have written them from scratch this year. I think uh,
1: they've probably been updated. Like, uh, let me check. Okay, fair enough. Is Google Analytics illegal? That's what I wrote last year, and I had to update it because there was new, you know, like uh, many different data protection authorities in Europe. That mm-hmm. uh, Google Analytics is illegal since then. So every time somebody new says Google Analytics is illegal, I, I update that post and then change the date. Mm-hmm. And the other one, the other one is actually, uh, if you open it up, it's the first ever uh, kind of expert or guest post we've had. We paid oh, uh, wow. we paid an expert uh, in in GA four because I was like, I want to write a post about GA four because yeah. uh, my whole experience with Google Analytics is, is Universal Analytics. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that one very well. And then I was like, I want to write a post about GA4 because now people will be switching over. It was earlier this year. And I was like, okay, let me go and sign up for GA4 and try and figure out how to use it. And I just couldn't. Yeah, it was so complicated to me as a marketer, as a blogger, as a site owner, that I just couldn't figure out how to use GA4. I was like, I don't know how, what to write about differences between GA4 <laughs> and UA. So I was like, how do I how do I write a post if I cannot figure it out? And I was like, I cannot spend so much time trying to learn GA4. And I just went and got uh, uh, one author, one expert, basically on 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 Google Analytics to to help us contribute with a post uh, on the differences. So that's the other post of this year. So yeah, basically awesome. last post, last actual post I wrote is June 2022, when we reached one million uh, annual recurring revenue. I wanted to like write. Uh, a recap of the whole process up to it like to kind of uh informative yeah. educational so other people can can learn from it and get inspired by it. so yeah i, I haven't written a, a blog post from scratch in a year and a half or so which is weird because that's kind <laughs> of like the, theoretically my yeah. my main main uh, job should be writing and kind of getting uh getting the board out. But yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Maybe
0: let's not advertise that. You're not doing your job, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But listen, I need to ask you something because from the start, you did something a bit unusual. and Well, another unusual thing in a a positive way. You Uh From the start, you had a very strong voice and strong opinion, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys basically stood for something. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, we have uh, analytics product. And and it's great and whatever, um, it was more like look there is a problem with the way we address certain issues. In your case, obviously, security, pr- privacy, etc. And you had a very strong opinion on that. And 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 I wanted to just ask you: Do you think that having that strong opinion, which obviously, or, or strong voice, which obviously like transpired through content, and 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 it probably helped you, like you said, focus on three specific topics rather than you know, 20, 30 different topics, um, and maybe even post less, uh, but, more, but more focused content. Do you think that contributed to such a phenomenal um, brand popularity? Because I'm looking at your data, right? And the majority of uh, searches around your site is, like you said, it's branded content. Well, it's branded, sorry, branded keywords, right? Yeah. Now you do have landing pages that are um ranking well there's this you know self-hosted web analytics landing page and 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 several others and you know lightweight script privacy focused etc. Um but the majority if you look at your like you said yourself your keywords kind of breakdown it's branded. So there yeah. is a huge brand popularity and, and and I'm wondering is it just the brand being so maybe catchy, or is it the fact that you guys, from the start or from the moment you joined, I don't know when that happened, when this started taking place, but you started being very
1: strongly opinionated. Um, I think that's uh, that's for sure, uh, consciously. uh, Yeah. So I joined in, in March, 2020. Uh, Plausible was launched in January, 2019. So I launched like a year or three months or so into it, a year and three months. Yeah. My co-founder is, uh, like I mentioned, is a technical developer. So he was he was mostly focused on, okay, let me build this product, let me design it nicely and, <laughs> and all that. Yeah. He, he's not a marketer, so he doesn't have as much experience as me in marketing. So he was uh, mm-hmm. more like doing like the the, the building public approach, you post something on Indie hackers or Twitter. Like, oh, I just launched this or I'm building this next. And so I, I joined a year and three months into it. And we were about, I think, 50 subscribers and like um, something like uh, 400, 300 something MRR mm-hmm. dollars. So very, very small. Uh, it was not growing very well. So I joined. And the first thing I did is obviously we had to change our positioning to make that more clear on the homepage. And mm-hmm. like those uh, landing pages that you mentioned about, you know, privacy-focused analytics, lightweight analytics, open-source analytics. Uh, uh, there's there's matrix, a ha- yeah, yeah, simple analytics, easy to use. Analytics. There's about ha- a handful of them. I I wrote those posts as the first thing, like uh, mm-hmm. first two weeks of of me joining. I wrote I think six seven posts each on one kind of big aspect of plausible and how it differed, differs from Google Analytics. So those posts mm-hmm. are pretty much unedited since uh, 2020 uh, and and uh, yeah, like you said they still rank it's just what I found is that uh, there's there's not a big demand for these keywords it's mm-hmm. not like uh oh yeah you have thousands of people searching for simple analytics or thousands of people searching for easy easy to use analytics or thousands of people searching for open source it's it's you know hundreds maybe or even less mm-hmm. per month so they don't uh, even though we rank for you know top five or whatever for all of them uh, or first page or whatever uh, there's not just not enough for demand for them so you can say that we've uh, kind of been in a situation where we had to uh, manufacture or create some demand for what we do Yes. and, and, and that uh, that comes down to then this other type of content that i started publishing and and the first blog post the actual blog post that i published was in april 2020 and the headline I'm just checking it right now is why you should stop using Google Analytics on your website. Yeah, very that, strong opinionated. Come yep. back to what you mentioned is like opinionated posts. So they were not uh, they're not salesy and you know whatever is like the standard of what you would on, on a kind of a badly written corporate blog. It would be very salesy and stuff. No, it was uh, I, I came from it more like blogger perspective, like you know personal blog perspective, like. Okay, we are a small company of two. We have uh, our product is very, very strong in terms of positioning, in terms of what what we focus on and what we don't do and what we do. So let's mm-hmm. let's have our blog post do the same. And uh, and yeah, so why you should stop using Google Maps in your website? First blog post that I published uh, went on. Uh, I submitted to Hacker News, you know, the big technical mm-hmm. uh, forum. Um, I think within two three hours we had uh, I don't know twenty thousand visitors. Oh, wow. uh, first spike first block was first year spike i think they uh, on hackers they changed the title eventually after a couple hours their editors and they're like they're they are like they they did not like this very strong title and they changed something very very generic so it it kind of lost traction after two three hours but okay. anyhow they kind of got our first spike and and that's that's the process i continued and and um, if you go like so closer to today we have um uh, what was it? Uh, we have uh, we have other posts, similar posts, like, uh, what else is it? Like, let me just, I'm, I'm going back. So we have the, the startup marketing practices we say no to. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we've already discussed. Uh, we have other, like, um, there was some other things that, yeah, how to fight back against Google's flock. That yeah. was a, 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 that's another very opinion. Then there was one, Google AMP is dead. Yes. This another op- opinion. So basically, yes, we had a lot of opinionated posts, like let's say a handful. I mean, you cannot have so many opinionated posts either. It's like of not course, every post. Yeah. You, know, you have to have a stronger opinion about certain strong topics. And let's say there was five over the last four years that I've published. And they all kind of worked very well. And then the second um, second type of post I've done is is the, my se- the second post I published basically is on this second topic. It's trans- transparency. <laughs> So okay. the second blog post is called How One Blog Post Changed the Traction for My Startup. And that's basically talking about the, why you should stop using Google Analytics blog posts mm-hmm. and what results we got from it. Uh, we open up our stats then. Oh, they're mm-hmm. still open to this internet. So you can, actually, you can actually go and click and, and check our web traffic stats. Like our Analytics dashboard Brilliant. is open to the public. You can see the same stats that I see to decide you know how we're doing you can see the same stats <laughs> so wow. that was the transparency blog post so we, we basically did that and even to this day you can see our traffic we share our numbers and we shared it more often in the past you know the mrR and so on because it was more exciting back in the day when we were reaching, okay first uh, one thousand mrR first five thousand 10k mrR and so on we share that on the blog we share that in social media so so transparency has been uh, Kind of a big topic too, uh, from day one, and, and like uh, mm-hmm. we shared our lessons learned. If there's a blog post about uh, you know lessons learned, getting to this this stage of MRR or you know how to do this or how to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, uh, opinionated posts one big topic, uh, kind of transparency, like lessons learned, like uh, sharing our 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 journey was the second one, and then you have a kind of a well, similar as well is like educational, uh, we have a, you know, like in 2020, like there was a big topic in, in the marketing world, like referral policy changed in browsers. So mm-hmm. you could not, mm-hmm. you could no longer see the full referral URL in your analytics. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could only see the domain name. So I, I wrote a blog post about that. I can see in August, 2020. So that was more like educational, informative about the wider web analytics world, uh, so yeah, those are the kind of like are, if you look at the, the like the big topics, what we discussed, those are, those are it. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, so yeah, basically to, to, while I was writing, that's what I was writing about. There's one about uh, um, a big topic again is like, uh, um, you know, the, the ad blockers and how they affect mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, web analytics. Mm-hmm. Many many people don't many marketers don't care they're like okay people will block well many do care so I, I went and I did like a little study where mm-hmm. I put a plausible and Google Linux side by side on one website and then I I had a blog post published that went on Hacker News and Reddit and so on and so I was able to like follow the that kind of more tech focused audience. Like, how, how much ad blocker usage do they have? And, and I, I figured that the 58% of, of that kind of more technical audience uh, was blocking Google Analytics compared to blocking Plausible. And, and that's, I had a little study there with numbers, and that was published. So basically, yeah, if you look at the blog, it, it kind of gives you many insights into what worked for us because you mm-hmm. can see the blog post and you can see the results on our stats dashboard as well. So you can kind of analyze the results and, and see what's worked. And, and yeah, that's that's kind of, uh, that's, that's basically what I've done. Uh, brilliant. It's, it, it really is
0: incredible, I tell you. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I need to ask you, and uh, feel free to say, like, oh, I don't want to answer this question, but, um, but I hope you will at least uh, share some light on. So what's next? Because you've done this right now. You're saying, like you say yourself, it's like, okay, um the actual my actual job is taking kind of the backseat because we have I have other priorities in the company now. But if there was like something you'd still like to do or try, or
1: is there something? I think uh, time per just just before when I was talking that I didn't publish a blog post in, in a year or whatever, I was thinking to myself Maybe we should hire somebody to publish blog posts for us. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> because uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I, my time will change or the tasks that I do will change much because we're growing so much. And there's, uh, there's so much internal demand for my time, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, questions and uh, points of view that I have to share and like uh, 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 kind of working with the team takes most of my time so maybe i think i think it makes sense we do have the budget you know it's not like we don't have the we have the budget we could hire somebody internally somebody similar to me like a content mm-hmm. marketer maybe some blogging experience in the past somebody that uh, that can actually come and uh, and kind of get my knowledge up to date as well because I, I haven't really followed what happened what has been happening in the content marketing world and seo world for like mm-hmm. two years or so so my My uh, knowledge is probably outdated at this stage. Uh, Like somebody who's up to date doing these things day to day, somebody who can come in and have some opinions themselves and uh, have some new ways of doing content thing. And like, because I have a, right now I can easily come with many topics that we haven't covered, like Mm -hmm. new features we've built that we only have documentation for, we don't have blog posts about. I used to Mm -hmm. do like uh, the other thing that I published several posts about is like every time we would have a new feature, Hey, mm-hmm. we started uh, back in 2020, we, we introduced uh, external link click tracking. That's a big right. thing for bloggers, you know, and affiliates mm-hmm. and, and so on. Normally, it's quite difficult to do it. Uh, you know, you a lot of manual work and Google didn't have it very, Google didn't have it an easy way either. So they're like, mm-hmm. let's build a very easy way just do one small thing and automatically we will track all external outbound clicks that happen on your site and give you like, you can see, who clicks on them, like from what page they click and what, what mm-hmm. links I click the most and so on. So we, we had that feature introduced and then I published a long blog post, like, I don't know, 2000 words or whatever, like about mm-hmm. the topic of tracking external link clicks, you know, why you yeah. should do it, how you can do it, blah, blah, blah. So I used to do this, but uh, again, because of time, I haven't done it recently. Like we published so many new features that don't have blog posts for them. So I think, uh, you know, coming up with topics like that it's easy for me it's just writing them it's more difficult so yeah i think uh, i think what should we what we could do next is we get in, get some expert in content and kind of uh, help us uh, uh, be more uh, proficient again on on the blog uh, release more posts <laughs>
0: awesome awesome listen marco um thank you so much thank you so much for sharing this uh everything you know, you... Again, yes, you, you've been fully transparent, and I love this. I love this about your product in in, in general, and I appreciate you know all the information you've shared. Um, and yeah, listen, thanks so much for for coming on the show, sharing the story. I've been I've used the word phenomenal probably a couple of times in our conversation, but it is phenomenal, I tell you, and it's so yeah, really well done. And and thank you
1: thank you Paul I appreciate the kind words and I'm really happy to hear that you and, and your clients and so on uh, enjoy what we do that's uh, that's basically the, the main uh, work that we do is is trying to build a nice dashboard that that uh, helps bloggers business owners uh, marketers and so on. Something that GA4 doesn't seem to be doing very well, at least for many people. No,
0: it? <laughs> no. The purpose of our conversation is not to bash GA4, but if if we can just spend two minutes on it, yeah, it's just too complex. I think um, there's just too many issues. I, I, out of you know those clients uh, who use G I I regularly get questions like, "How do I do this?" And and, and even I myself go like, "I don't know. <laughs> we need to figure <laughs> it out because I don't know." Um, plus the data isn't always right uh, but that's another story I'm I'm, I'm finding this, uh, that there seems to be some gaps sometimes but it might be something technical that I don't understand so you know I'm not not you know, like, saying uh, it, it as a critique but um,
1: like I told you I, I couldn't figure it out myself so I, I really don't but, have much direct experience but you know people uh, are very happily sharing with us all the time when somebody new comes and signs up they're really happily sharing what they uh, appreciate in compared to GA4 and Stuff like uh, yeah. it doesn't seem to be uh, in real time. People tell us like two, three days delay is very common. Mm-hmm. Uh, things, uh, some simple things such as uh, entry pages, exit pages are really difficult to get. Yes, they are difficult to get. Well, well you know, know, it was with like one click. And, and yeah, yeah so it's all in front of you. Yeah, Many of I, the I, things I, that used to be easy or, you know, normal in, in universal analytics that I used to use it for don't seem mm-hmm. to be very Easy in GA4, so I really don't know what they were thinking, but but yeah, I don't know. uh, That's to the benefit of (laughs) us.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't know either, especially like looking from my perspective as a you know SEO consultant. there, there's so much data I don't need, really. That and and, I'm, and I appreciate some other people, other professions might need it, but for me, I need to know if the traffic is growing, especially organic traffic. If there are any patterns between different channels, if there's a you know a dip in organic, is there a dip in other channels too, etc. What are the top landing pages, and then you know look at look being able to look at data for specific pages, etc. Um, but so that's relatively simple, right? If you think yeah. about it, it's a, because the, the the other data is in Google Search Console, the the the, the big data that you know the, where where we can go deeper into the SEO. But from the web analytics, you just need to see kind of the bigger picture and maybe look at some details, and and that's it. Um, and G four doesn't do like it does do it, but it's just so hard and problematic. Um, so yeah, with tools like Plausible. And 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 again, this is just my opinion, but it's just it's all out there. It's all in front of you. And for anybody listening yeah, you can go. There's a live demo on the side. You can even go to your
1: actual dashboard. So, and you can yeah, see that, that's just the, from... what we use for live demo is what I mentioned before. It's like the dashboard that I look to to judge and see how we've done over the last yeah. days so or whatever is the live demo that you can as a visitor you can just click and and see as well. <laughs> that's transparency that
0: transparency fund oh yeah i can see it it's plausible.io on the live demo yes
1: yeah, you can uh you know you can go uh, press on a to go to all time view or you know ch- ch- choose the in the date range up in top right yeah. and you can basically see all this, this the first spike that i mentioned or the first year or so where there was not much traffic uh so yeah you and you can obviously we're tracking um uh, signups ourselves to follow how many people sign up and you can actually see signups and how that correlates with traffic spikes and for example one thing i've learned is like traffic spike or something like hacker news doesn't Mm -hmm. really result in a huge traffic spike immediately in signups you know okay but but you can see the weeks after you can see Uh an increase in signups because the word of mouth you know somebody who's read our blog post two weeks ago might now be in a situation where they might need an alternative to GA4 for some reason. They're like, "Oh, I remember those guys. They had the, that blog post that I liked a few weeks ago." And okay, now I'm going to go check plausible because now it makes sense because I need it now. So, like, yeah. uh, uh, these kind of things can—that's what I do. And this, these kind of things can be analyzed by looking at our blog post and the traffic and the signups. Everything is there in public.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I'm actually looking at your funnel: blog to register funnel, three-step yeah, funnel. Too.
1: Yeah, there's. A I'm actually well. seeing our exact conversion
0: rate. This is fantastic. Now that's transparency. I tell you, um, honestly, it's fabulous. Um, from an SEO perspective, even just to see your conversion rates, etc., brilliant. Um, well done, honestly. Well done on this. And 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 thank you so much for coming and and sharing. Thank you, thank you, Marco.
1: Thanks, Pavel. Thanks for the invite. Cheers.
0: Thank you. Bye bye.